Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Green and I'm joined by a man who spent the day flipping turtles, my co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. And as always, Greeno, the blockheads. In their millions. Tuning in right around the world. I just have to let you know that our stream has like already cut out like twice and then reconnected. And I just wonder if, um, you know, hello everybody, by the way. I just wonder if the title of our show tonight, plus like the bombshell information that we have, mm. that we have uncovered here on the starting block, I just wonder if that's causing like, you know, the, the corporations of the world to like crack down on us. You know what I mean? Like, are we being watched right now? Getting some hacking information going on, Probably. perhaps Probably. trying to interrupt the feed and, and make sure that we don't get out the uh, the big next election news that we're just running through solicitors at the moment. Yeah, uh, trying to make sure that's all kosher that we don't, we don't want to get sued here on the show. No, we don't have much don't have much Mountain Dew left in the uh, in the coipers, so we want to make sure everything's above board. And, and mm. before we do any breaking news, that you know we're we're, we're our, le- our legal boxes ticked, if you will. Yeah, it's very important, like because this is serious stuff here. Like this isn't playing around. You know, no, like, yeah, we like to piss fart around on the show, and we yeah. like to take things not very seriously. But sometimes there's there's things you've actually got to you know put the jokes aside and Correct. just focus on the serious issues. So uh, we'll get to that uh, hopefully later on in this segment once we get the the call uh, from the solicitors from TAV HQ. Yeah, that as well. Uh, let's just make sure that yeah, uh, hopefully nothing gets hacked and, and the Russians or the the Chinese can stay away from our stream and not mm. fuck it up. Absolutely. Um, Damo, it's a story time frenzy to open the show. We've been off for four weeks, so we've got plenty of stories to tell. So let's hit the button, the story time button, if you will, sir. Okay, absolutely. I like stories about pinatas. Because we 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 uh, it was a big teaser up until uh, our hiatus, where Greeno was about to move house, right? And uh, so the, the the big move has happened. It all went through somehow. I didn't manage to fuck it up mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. And we're all here. So now we get to look at the outcome and we need to focus on the, let's not forget for people who haven't, they haven't listened to us in what, about a month, I reckon was the last show. Probably if not about a bit a month. longer. Yeah, a bit of a month. It, a month. it feels like a lot longer though. You know, it when does. you get taken it, out of the routine, it feels like we haven't been here for, you know, 12 months, two years, 10 years, even 20, 25 years. It feels like we've been away from the show. Easily. So like it just uh, seems like only yesterday we were playing street cricket you know, I was bowling uh, to you, trying to defend the bin in front of the garage, yep. <laughs> like in front of the carport door, and yep. automatic wiki was on, you know, the offside only, you know, nothing mm-hmm. down leg side, and then we yep. woke up and we're here right now. Exactly. Yeah, it's just like Back that. in action. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you've got to remember that we're the most inverted narcissistic podcast on podcast on the interwebs. Correct. So, so we've got to start, we've well, got to start the, the show. We're the, most, we're, we're the most narcissistic and inverted podcast that we've seen on the internet, and that proves True. that we are the most inverted and narcissistic because we haven't looked for anybody else. Why would we waste our time looking elsewhere? Exactly. We're obviously the most narcissistic. We, we know we've this by covered. watching our own stuff. <laughs> Spot on. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to talk about home studio setup, Damo. So uh, I'm, I'm in the new studio. Uh, and you are – can you actually – can you hit a, a nice Gary for me, please, are sir? Are you giving yourself a nice Gary? I'm giving you a nice Gary. Oh, I'm getting the nice Gary. Nice You're getting Gary. a nice Gary. Because a couple of weeks ago, you were kind enough to help me move. And moving is one of the most miserable tasks in human history. Mm. Uh, you try and avoid it at all costs where you can. And you you were kind enough to not not uh, accept an offer of, hey, can you help me move? Mm. 
you and your lovely wife put your hand up yeah. and said, hey, you're moving house. Yep. We're, we're there. It's, it's we're, kind we're, of like, you know, I think war, analogy, war analogies get used far too much, Greeno. Mm-hmm. You know, in general society, like people like to use it in sport and politics and all the yeah. rest of it. But, you know, me putting my hand up, well, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be like a big guy here, but me putting mm. my hand up, I don't see how it's any different from like, say, jumping on a live grenade. Jumping on a live grenade, you read my mind, so cerebral. In the trench, uh, you know, to protect your buddy. Like, it's just something you got to do. And you don't, you, even, do. you don't even think about it. It's just a reaction. It's yeah. just it's something that happens inside of you that must be done. Exactly. Yeah. 100% right. And you hauled your ass up fucking early on that Saturday. Yeah. And we're over here. And, and you were all in. I didn't realize you were all in. Because when, when you, uh, you were kind enough to offer, I was like, look, yeah, man, that'd be great. We could appreciate the, the extra car. Anything that, you know me, man, anything that saves me costs of removalists, Correct. I'm, I'm all in on. <laughs> so I was like, the more shit I can jam into your and your wife's car is the less time I'm jamming it into a removalist van that's charging me 55 an hour. It got so um, bad for Greeno. At one point, he was like in traffic. And if he saw somebody with a work van, he would just jump out and approach them at the traffic lights and say, hey, man, what are yeah. you doing on Saturday? Do you want to hang what, out? Got anything to do? Yeah. Nothing going on? Excellent. Come on over. Come on in. Uh, <laughs> so... We got we got the move done, and you you're all in for the day. I, I didn't realize. Right. I, I thought it was like a one a one trip thing. And you yeah. said, okay, so how many times are we gonna have to go back and forth? How are we gonna load up the fridges? I'm like, no, 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 fridges. I've got removalists for that. <laughs> it's, it should just be one trip. And you're like, no, no, we're here all day. We're doing like morning till nine. Yeah. I'm like, well, let's see how we go. Thankfully, we got it. Got everything we need doing one trip. It was fantastic. Yeah, and um, I I came prepared, like you know. I didn't just show up. I didn't just rock up with a pair of thongs on and shorts on. You know, where's the VB? Let's get at it. You know, yeah. I had I had tarps. I had straps. I was ready to plan this whole thing out. Okay, fridge yeah. here, washing machine yeah. here. Right. You we had the weightlifter. You had the weightlifter belt on. Exactly. Ready to go. Yep. Uh, I had the it, I had the the talcum powder on the fingers, Greeno, ready to rock yeah. and roll. I had a wife exactly. wife beater singlet. You did, which yeah. is a yeah. must. You are looking the part. Absolutely. That's the important thing when it comes to removalists. That's right. So, so we get in here, and and uh, I love the fact. I don't know. I'm talking out of school here, but I'm, I'm going to share a personal moment. The first thing you asked when we walked into the home was, "Well, where's where's the studio going? <laughs> you wanted you wanted to know which bit of the house I picked out. You checked out the home. You're like, looks lovely, right. but most importantly, yeah. where's the fucking studio? Where like, which room? You, where will you be sitting? Because exactly. I'm, I'm looking around and I'm like, you know, it's a nice place. I don't see an extra room here. There's, there's no extra room. Green, I can't afford no extra room. But <laughs> I, I did in my head think, so I was creating an office area inside the living room. Okay. That's, so that, and can I, I'm going to interrupt your story right there. Yeah, I like exactly. stories about pinatas. Um, I'm going to have to make a ruling on this. Uh-huh. Uh, an office area in the living room. Okay. Yeah. Now, see... If you were still going to the office, would you be consider this? You put your suit on in the morning. You get your little travel mug with your coffee. I assume mm-hmm. you're a cappuccino man. Is that correct? I'm. A, I am a cappuccino man. Correct. Okay. Uh, you just seem like the frothy type to me. Yeah. So <laughs> frothy with a little bit of chocolate. With a little bit of chocky on top, just to just yeah. for that extra sweetness, greener that layer of sweetness. exactly a uh, hint. So then yeah. you 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 ride your train. You get into work. You're all dressed up nice. Okay. You settle down in your cubicle or your workstation for the day. And then at that point, um, a small child comes up to you and starts hitting you on the back of the head with a children's hammer that makes a squeaking noise every time they hear you. I don't know if you'd be accepting of that in the office, so I don't know why you would want to take your office to that. 
Exactly. Now, fickle. Okay. Fickle. I like stories about yeah, right. pinatas. It, it had to be said. I know it's controversial on this show. Fine. It's understandable. Okay. Good call out. I still I love you. It. I still love you, though, even though you made this yeah. hideous mistake, this horrible error. Exactly. Yeah. So, so basically, I set up the home office as planned, ready to go, and I'm like, look, let's test it out for a week of just general usage because I was on annual leave, so it was just like, let's see how it goes. Okay. And my son, who he's like, he's learning the talk. He's too. He can say some words, but his favorite form of communication at the moment is. Whenever he wants something, and I'm like, "Well, this shit ain't gonna fly if I'm trying to do a radio show." Sounds like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. On Dumb and Dumber, hundred percent right. That's how what my son sounds like when he wants something or he wants us to come into a room. Right. <laughs> so, so basically, that was a no go zone. So then I'm like, "Well, I gotta find another area for the studio." Right. So the old faithful demo, the garage, uh, where I was for the previous home studio is back in action. Now, I said, look, I've got to find a way to improve this setup. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> guys, guys, guys. There you go. There we go. Um, so I've got to find a way to set up. So uh, the good news is I'm ne- the way I've set it up is where the microphone comes out of is also the liquor cabinet. Where the, so, hang on, where the microphone comes out of. Yep, so the microphone brace is now attached to the liquor cabinet. <laughs> and on my right-hand side, I now no longer have to stand up to go to the fridge to get a beer mid-show. Oh, wow. So with, <laughs> so with my left, with my, without leaving my seat and without remo- getting away from the microphone, mm. I can grab a spirit, I can grab my beer glass, I yes. can grab a bottle of wine, uh, I can grab a pewter, uh, but, and that's all covered. Then to my right, I can grab uh, yeah, a beer or whatever's in the fridge Fantastic. without ever having to leave in the seat. So I think oh, I've, I think I've got the final outcome. We're, we're all happy days here. Excellent, and and you know what? That's good. I, you know, I liked people like there's there's a lot of people in society, Greeno. A lot of these overpriced, uh, overeducated hippie types who like to consider themselves like interior designers <laughs> and masters of feng shui, Greeno. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just feng shui the shit out of them. That's with, it. with this arrangement. Like this is pragmatic, it. it's practical, it's for the working man and the man who in, likes to enjoy, you know, a little bit of a tipple from time to time whilst he's in the middle of the workday. It makes sense 100% correct. Spot on. Thank you very sense. much, sir. So that's the new home studio set up. Now that get, brings me to uh, my next story time. I like uh, stories I, about pinatas. Quick, quick kimono, Paul. You said before this show, hey, voice is a bit coarse. You've been talking a lot. You've been doing a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been up on the election. All good, man. i got fucking stories out the ass. I will talk well, for an hour straight, okay. and you can just nod and smile well, until you get to a le- big election news. I, I appreciate that, but since you mentioned it, <laughs> since yeah. you mentioned it, I have got the call in from TAV Show. So we're just going to close your story here. I like stories okay. about pinatas. I have got the call from THV, uh, TAV HQ, Greeno, from the legal department. Oh, okay. And they have said they that we are clear to release the information we have. We are we are good to go. Okay, so, so a, bit of, a bit of breaking breaking election news. Breaking hot, a next hot election, election news, news off the press. Yeah. So I don't know if you've been paying attention, but there has been an election taking place over the last week. And uh, whispered uh, under the radar as much as I know it has has gone. <laughs> right. Everybody's um, talking about it, Greener. Everybody's been talking about this election, and it's one have. of those ones where I think it can determine, you know, the future 
for a whole bunch of people. Like it's it's either going to go one way or another way, and mm. the consequences of this particular result could have far-reaching you know effects on a whole bunch of people. So yeah. when we got this news tonight, uh, Green and myself before the show, we normally don't even talk before the show. We got together like two hours ago and we're like, how can how are we even going to release this? Well, you know, when we're looking at the numbers, I was dumbfounded right. as to the final outcome. Yep. Like the numbers were insane. And, yep. you know, it didn't make sense at first, but then when we dove into it and like when we got in touch with TAV Show HQ and spoke to the legal department, they said everything checks out. And it's like, well, yep. if everything checks out, then we can reveal it, Greeno. So um, allow me, if I can, uh, the big news, ladies and gentlemen, the big election news. Um, hang on. Why is that still up? There we go. We've got our actual screen on the screen now. <laughs> uh, the Stoddington City Council election results, Greeno, they're in. They're in. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, are these official? These are uh, official. No, these are official no numbers. challenges or anything? Oh, no. There's a, there's, there's a lot of controversy surrounding these results. Obviously, everybody's okay. been talking about it. Uh, we're talking okay. about the Victorian Electoral Commission here. So, look, like all three are up for grabs, the East Ward, the North Ward, and the South Ward. Like, who would have thought it's it would have come to this? Easy. Mate, it's this is the I can't remember the last time that it was this open. Right. Um, this is this is I, I'm I'm dumb for I'm almost speechless. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 almost like a little frightened now because like the the future is so uncertain here. But yeah. the results are in Greeno. It appears Jamie Clisaris, Jamie Clisaris yeah. has been elected mm. to the first to the uh the East Ward in oh, the wow. in the Stonington wow. City Council elections. Fucking the the pollsters didn't pick that. I tell no. you that much. I was I was in deep consultation uh, throughout the week yeah. and, and just kind of going like because I, I had a sneaky eye on, on Yami and I was like, look, how's Yami sitting? Where do where do we where do we think she's going to end up? And they're like, look, mm. we're looking fourth or fifth yeah. overall, especially with uh, the voter preferences there in, in that particular in the East Ward. Yeah, and fucking came home strong. I, I, what, what what do you put it down to? Uh, in this big election news day, mate. Well, I mean, obviously, a lot of people were wondering, you know, how this is going to end up, and a lot of there was a lot of impassioned campaigning on both sides. I think, Greener. Yeah. Um, but you know, there has been some talk, and I'm just going to put it mm. out there: there has been some talk of some, you know, potential meddling. Wow. So, you know, mm. I don't know. I don't know how, you know, if if those if that talk has been confirmed with any kind of evidence yet, or if any kind of motions have been passed. But you know, the word around the trap. Greeno, the word around the campfire is, yeah, you know, suspicion. there are some yet yeah, some disgruntled, suspicious people are wondering, you know, what it, happened here. So, because when especially you look, when you win, win that top seat with only 18.35% of the vote, exactly. Because when you dive into the numbers, 18.35 over 16.42, it's so close. Yeah, exactly. It raises some eyebrows, Damo. Yeah, and it definitely it, does raise some eyebrows. Whenever you get a story that close, Greeno, I mean, it's mm. whenever you get an election result that close, it's like there's no telling. What can happen? You know what I mean. They could be litigating this for years. Could be. We could. We be. could be at the next. We could be at the next election before we actually find out the true result of the East Ward of the uh, Stoddington City Council election yep. being official. That's all right. <laughs> look, I'm putting it out there. Look, no, we're having a bit of fun with you. Um, <laughs> come on. All right, we're having a bit of fun. We'll give ourselves. Nice, enough. Gary. That's not the real story. That's not the real you mean, story. You mean we've actually got some real breaking election news? I actually, We actually do have some real breaking election news, and it actually came in while we were doing that fake story, believe it or not. Okay. Which isn't fake. Go. That's a real election campaign in Stoddington oh. City Council. You, you can look it up. Yep. 
But I do. So I have. Need- I have been sent a DM by somebody who's usually very, very good, and they have sent me this link to what appears to be evidence of bribery in the election has Which, been has been recorded. Before before we talk about it, uh-huh. is this is this a reliable source that's uh, that's giving us this this news? Because this is Definitely. like you know, forget your CNNs, forget your Fox News, forget your your Sky, forget your ABCs, whatever it may be. Um, let's let's just you know. We could be breaking something big here. And we we're talking be. about corruption in elections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like there's no telling where this will end up. And people are saying that our feed is dropping out constantly. Look, I guess the only the best way is listen to the podcast. So if you want to download the podcast, uh, you know, the yeah. starting block on iTunes or Spotify or uh, Podbean, that's probably your best bet. That's your safest bet. Uh, there's safest gonna, bet. Listen, check out the podcast. There's, there's going to be like 500 periscopes that you'll have to go through and delete Greeno after this episode just to let you know. Fair. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. So the big the big election news is yes, I have received a DM from a reliable source who has who's told me that they have uncovered uh recorded uh cases of bribery, Greeno. So wow. official. Yeah, so I'm not gonna tease it up. I'm not here to tease you. Look, Ukraine's local elections, Greeno, one hundred and ninety one cases of voter bribery recorded. Wow. One hundred and ninety one. Stop the count. Right. I absolutely stop the count. Stop the count, People can't put up with this. Campaigning on election day, violation of the secrecy of voting, illegal destruction of electoral documents among the main violations. During the 2020 local elections in Ukraine, national police have recorded numerous cases of violations, such as violation of the secrecy of voting, blah, 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 blah. I, I mean, you know, that's this is why we were so concerned about breaking this story before, because we know the election is on everybody's lips. Mm. We know it's a hot topic. Everybody wants to know what's happening in the Ukraine local elections, and yeah, you know we're we're concerned. I'm, I'm as I'm sure you are too out there. Any responsible person would be Greeno. Exactly. You got to take this uh, the the moral responsibility of democracy seriously. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Stefan yeah. in the chat saying you're over the target, boys. This is four times you've crashed now. Like they're they're yeah. taking us down, Greeno. Exactly. They're afraid the of this hot news. This hot big election news. <laughs> Didn't know about the hot news. No. Uh, we might need to bin the Periscope feed because it's fucking up my Twitter feed too. Is it? Uh, <laughs> every, every time I look up, there's a new new feed. Yep. Um, wow. I don't know. Can we continue with the show after this? Like, do we need a... Well, I don't know. Maybe, we might have to do a separate show sa- after. Is it safe to do so? That's what I'm most concerned about. Well, not according to Periscope. They keep on shutting us down. That's yeah. why we've got 5,000 individual messages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Trump super elite us uh, still subscribe and shut off the alerts. Good idea based on what's happening on with our feed at the moment. Absolutely. Uh, we we should really shouldn't have put the word election into, into our show name. We would have been okay. Yeah. Well, that's, um, I mean, if you put the big election news in the title, then you break the election news that everyone's been thinking about, Greeno, the Stoddington City Council results. Yeah. Going right down that's to the wire. That's all the bribery. And yeah, recorded cases of bribery, Greeno. Not just, yeah. not just, the, not just like you know rumors and stuff, but actual recorded bribery, big election news breaking here on this show, Greeno. Of course, they're going to come after you. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week 
so check it out. sport content it's the starting block on tavshow.com yes welcome back to the block ladies and gentlemen boys and girls remember if you want to get in touch with us the best way to do so would be follow me on twitter at boogie bumper don't follow green on twitter at the starting block because all you're going to get is five thousand uh, five-second clips of a Periscope show. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Periscope. I need to bin it. Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm watching, like, you know, the, the like, the internet feed on my end, like, just drop, just drop randomly, which is a, nah, we- it's a weird thing, like, because it's, it's, like, all green and all lights to go, and then it'll just, like, cut off and then reboot go. again. So... I, I Definitely get packed with our big election news, Damo. Yeah, well, I mean, we knew that we'd become a target, didn't we? Yeah. When we broke yeah. that. And uh, in, in case, in case you're watching this, in, in case you're on your like fifth attempt to watch on Periscope and you miss the earlier stuff, we did break the big election news that the Stonington City Council results are in, and uh, what's her name, Chrysalis, Chrysalis, Crystalis, <laughs> whatever. Uh, she won with 18 point something percent of the vote in a very Yum. close race. Yami Klasaris. Yami, Jami uh, Klasaris, yeah. Yami Klasaris. And, and the big upset was only the fact that uh, 80s comedian icon Benny Hill only got 773 votes, 3.3%. Yeah, disappointing for Benny. Uh, I, thought he, I thought he'd still have pool, you know? He that's was, it. I think a, so. He was a big name once not upon in, a time. Not in this Me Too movement, Damo. No. We can't be having, you know, slapping uh, female policewomen on the ass. It's very true. That's why Benny only gets 3.3% of the vote. It's very true. Ah, uh, let's get back to some stories. Well, and, 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 and sorry, and just, and don't forget also, Greeno, the voter bribery that we uncovered here on this show, 191 oh, cases recorded in the Ukrainian local elections as well. It's it's a fucking it's a cesspool yeah. over there in the Ukraine. But I just I just wanted to clear that up because I know everybody's on edge right now about these elections, and so it was, oh, I think it was yeah, important. We need to get the information to the people, Greener. 
all I've heard for the last two days is what's going on with the election, the election, the election. I'm like, well, I'll, I'll, we'll let you know what's happening in Stoddington and in yeah. Ukraine. Like, yeah. we're, we're covered. Don't worry yeah. about it. We got you covered here on the block. Only real news, Greeno. Only real news, 100% right. I like you stories to... about pinatas. Damo, the uh, the new place, it's going well, but I've learned a few lessons over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And a, a couple of things I've learned. Now, yeah, as we discussed on the show previously, um, first and foremost, uh, whenever I go on a summer holiday, I have like one week. Where, where I'll go in on a summer holiday, no more working for a week or two. There we go. Uh, and so normally there's a, a one week thing where I spend four weeks talking about how I'm getting my, my body jacked to be at the beach for that one week per year. Right. And it, it's a process and it gets harder and harder the older I get to get the body as jacked as humanly possible mm. to look beach fit. And then it only rains three quarters of the week anyway. And I'm just sitting at home drinking Budweiser with a jacked body. Um, <laughs> and there's no, there's no point being jacked without, uh, you know, having the opportunity for strange women to see you. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. That's what we want. Like, I'm going to get a coffee in the morning. I'm just like shirt off. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's nice to be jacked for your partner, but it's like, you yeah, know, she's going to like you anyway. You know, you're exactly. married. She's, she's not going to leave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you need strangers to see you half naked if to make it worth your while. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I realized because I moved to a place near the beach. I'm like, fuck me. Like, what am I going to do about the beach bot? Like, mm. suddenly it's it's opera like. Uh, Operation Get Jack Quick. Yeah. Um, so nice. So you, you, there's a, there's a difference, I think, between getting Jack and getting Jack Quick, right? Mm, That's a whole different uh, mindset, Greeno. Hundred percent right. Now the thing is, over the la- over the moving period, it was it was just I I couldn't spend one moment in the gym because the gym was being packed up. There was boxes around it. I was busy moving, unpacking. Uh, cleaning, wiping, mm. mowing. There was I was fucking. I was basically uh, operating two homes simultaneously with shit everywhere. Right. So it was it was it was a bit of a rough rough couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, to the point of exhaustion. Like I went back to work on Monday. It was the easiest day I've had in two weeks. Wow. I got to put my feet up because I was back at work instead okay. of fucking doing moving shit. Okay. So so I spent like three days at my old joint. Uh, sorry, I, when we moved in here. We spent three days cleaning this place top to bottom. So mm. it was all clean before the kids kind of came in and all our stuff came in. Yes. But then you got to go back to the rental property and clean that bastard. <sighs> now, now we're talking about like final inspection clean. We've been there 12 years. So there's a lot of areas in that house we've never touched mm. because there's always been shit in the way. So you know, behind your bed, behind your cabinets, behind your TV cabinet, behind your couch, yep. behind your office, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, inside your uh, your cupboards where you put your your cups and your pots and pans. I'm not cleaning in there mm. because there's fucking shit in it. What am I going to do? Take it out, clean it? Not going to happen. Yeah, so- and, and it accumulates, Greeno. Like, <clears throat> like say, like in the desert. You know how a dune will mm. slowly build because it's being caressed. Exactly. The sand is being caressed by the wind. So too does 100%. the lint. So too does the lint collect underneath your lounge cushions. That's how All it works. The, the- the fat collect above the stovetop. Yeah, or that uh, little bit of grime, and you don't know how you got grime in the drawer where you keep the cups, but for some reason yeah. there's like a little black little buildup in there, and you're like, how the hell did exactly. that get in there? How's that, and how am I going to clean that shit off? Yeah. And how, why are there 48,000 marks on my wall? Yeah, and you start thinking to yourself, can I, can I just paint over this? Can I paint over? Is this going to be easier? And it would have been in retrospect. So anyway, I had to physically clean between myself and my wife. We had to physically clean every square inch of our home, two homes technically, over the course of a week and a half. Hmm. 
So by the time I get back to, to this home and, and, and ready to put the feet up, my hand was so sore from cleaning. And because I was doing about 14 straight hours of cleaning in both houses a day. Really? And, and when I say 14 straight hours, that is not an exaggeration. I was taking no breaks. I was getting there at like fucking 6 a.m. and I was working till like 8 o'clock at night and then I was driving home, sleeping, doing it again the next day. Green, I just, and I, no just around. I just have to ask though, isn't that woman's work? Yeah. Chauvinists and sexists and misogynists and chauvinists and sexists. You make a fair point, Damo, but the, 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 woman, the woman had to stay home and take care of the kids. Ah, see, anybody can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, chauvinist. So by the time we get to the, uh, I get to Sunday, I've then, I've, done, I've gone, I've cleaned every square inch of two different houses. I've then had to do yard work in both houses in fucking pouring down rain, hmm. which makes it an even more enjoyable task because oh. everything's wet. And soggy and hard to get up and down on. And then, did um, you have this issue of like walking, tracking mud and water back into the house that you were trying to clean? Hundred percent right. And then through the things I've already scrubbed, you got to rescrub them. Yeah. So I get to Sunday. Well, see, I think I, there's an easy solution for that. Sorry to interrupt. Why yeah. didn't you just put uh, scrubbers on your boots? That would have been an idea. <laughs> in retrospect, too late. Too late now. Too late now. <laughs> you know, for next time, like you know, we yeah. like to get good information out here. I don't know That's anything it. about cleaning. You don't know anything about footwear. We fixed it. We fixed this. Uh, <laughs> so by the end of it, I get home on Sunday and we're finally done. We finally cleaned everything we need to do in both homes and we're ready to go. And I hop into the shower and I look at myself and I'm like, I can't, because I can't physically clamp my hands anymore. I've scrubbed too much. It was, it's like 14 year old wankers cramp, but it was cleaning cramp. Uh, it was off putting. But then I look in the mirror and I'm like, what the fuck happened? I got jacked by cleaning. Wait. So you- the <laughs> so the beach bod was unintentionally created by the uh, fourteen hour days of scrubbing and cleaning really? of multiple homes over the course of two weeks. And I'm like, short of the abs, I'm ready to fucking go. Ready to rock and roll on this. Ready to rock and roll. So, which brings me to my next point, Damo. If you ever if you ever hire a cleaner for your house mm. and they've got an inch of fat on them. Fire them immediately because they're ah, fucking late. Bit of meta don't, game, Greeno. Don't trust a fat cleaner, Damo, because they're not going to work hard for you. There you go. So exclusive quote right here on the block, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Greeno to the world, don't hire fat cleaners. They're lazy. Nice. They're lazy. Gary. Excellent. Two weeks of cleaning, I was beach bod jacked. Mm. If, you, if you're getting a cleaner who's got a bit of put around the lummox, put around they're the not going to bust their ass for you. Um, now, and and final couple of bits of story time from the okay. new home day, and then right. we'll move on to the show. Um, day one of being a homeowner, and sometimes little things in the world change you, you know what I mean? Like the the, the day you meet your, your bride-to-be, you normally you, mm-hmm. you change a little bit as a human. The day you get married, change a bit. When you become a parent, you change a little bit. And the mm-hmm. day I realise the day you become a homeowner, mm-hmm. things change a little bit. Okay, what's this, changed what, for you? With this one little moment because literally day one we've moved in we've unpacked our shit i'm looking outside the wife's gone to pick up the kids and i look outside and there's a kid riding his bike on my lawn really there is the, the first day you've just got there there's just i've just moved in and i've looked Ooh. and i and i went to open the window oh no and, hang on i need I to interrupt the story here i need to interrupt your story because yeah. This is a crucial moment in the first. This is this because this will set the tone of your environment for years to come. 
this exactly. moment. It's and it's one, arrived, man. it's arrived for you like without warning on the yeah. first day. And it's like, yeah. how do I approach this? Because if you go out there full aggressive, you'll forever be known as that new angry guy that lives in that house who hates our kid. And they're yeah. gonna fucking hate you. But if you don't do anything, the kids are gonna walk all over you constantly. Exactly. They're gonna be throwing shit at your house and kicking balls over your fence and they'll see you as the easy target. They'll just yeah. like ride their bike on your lawn. So it's a very delicate situation you find yourself in. I didn't I didn't want the uh you know, the express importance of this particular moment to go without the, you know, the required amount of attention, Greeno. So we'll go back to your story. I like stories about pinatas. You make a very fair point. And all those thoughts went through my head because I'd, I'd ripped Racing open the, through your head. I'd ripped open the, because I opened the blind and I ripped open the window to become on day one, with, within 24 hours, mm. a get off my lawn guy. <laughs> The first no, day. Jerry. You didn't even last a day. Didn't even last 12 hours. And as I opened that window, I'm like, am I going to become this guy on day one? Yeah. And then I put those thoughts that you just said into my mind. And I'm like, let's find a balance. So I, I chose not to, do, to be that guy day one. <laughs> let's, let's find a balance. So you open the window and you yell to the kid, I fucked your mother. <laughs> I went one step. <laughs> I mean, that's I, that's in between. That'll do. Yeah, that is. I did. I did <laughs> the compromise. I went the awkward stare out the window, looking at the kid uh, without yelling at the kid. Oh, so, the grandfather move, the stern so authoritarian. Like, does, that, does that turn me into creepy bloke who's staring at kids out his window? I mean, as long as you had your pants on, I guess it's fine. <laughs> well, that's debatable. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I was cleaning by jacked man. <laughs> oh no, you were shirtless, staring shirtless. at the kid in the street. <laughs> Ah, uh, Damo, where are we up to? Uh, let's God skip knows. all this shit. Uh, let's let's jump into uh, Troy's segment, Damo. Yes. We're, we're a fair bit in. Now, uh, about six weeks ago before we had a, a show hiatus, you got to remember we Troy has been uh, trying to improve the ratings of this show with um, putting together FM segments, if mm. you will. Mm. And we had uh, Death Scene or Money Shot. It was a, a big winner for the better part of the four weeks on, on our show. Absolutely. Where you had to, had to work out whether the, the sound effect that was coming out was Death Scene or Money Shot. Hmm. Now, Troy's come up with a, a new segment for our FM segment of the week where uh, apparently I've got to guess the song based only on filler, Damo. And by filler, we're talking about those bits in pop songs where instead of singing lyrics, they just pump out a bit of ooh, ooh, ah, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I've la, actually... La. La, 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 la. <laughs> I've actually been given a script by Troy, who is Ooh. the award-winning producer, Green, on local radio yeah. here in Australia. That's correct. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to defer to his wisdom. I'm going to take his advice and I'm going to take his notes and I'm going to give this, like, you know, the genuine FM experience that it deserves. So, mm -hmm. um, okay, here we go. It's the fun-filled quiz where you have to name the tune just by listening to the filler. There you go. Nice. I like it. Okay. Well done. All right. So you don't know the answers to these, Greeno. No, so. I don't. Uh, we're, we've actually done something professionally here where Troy didn't send me the answers in advance. So we'll see how we go. This is going to be genuine genuine attempts at understanding songs. Now, uh, as a as a byproduct to this, I haven't listened to any, any uh, radio that's non-sports related in better part of 15, 20 years. 15 or 20 years. So if you ask me any song that isn't before, you know, 2001, mm. or sorry, after 2001, I'm probably screwed. 
Okay, gotcha. So we, we could be in for a, a long day here. All right. Well, <laughs> let's see how we go. Let's start off with song number one and see how you go, okay, Greener? Okay, do you want to hear it a couple more times? Because it's on nah, loop. Nah, nah, I know the song. Oh, we're going to have a party. Uh, I, I don't know the song, though. Is that? I think that's a Lionel Richie number, though, isn't it? Yes. Do I get half points? You get half points, but come on, you can go for it. Uh, yeah, party. I don't know the song. Nah, nah, I'm going to pass on the song. I'm going to go. I'm going to take the half point for Lionel Richie and... Uh, Okay, the, yeah, the song is All Night Long. How did I forget All Night Long? Okay. Night. Well, how about this? How about we let you, I'll let you gamble that half a point, and we can go for okay. double or nothing on the next one. Ooh, can I hear it first, or do I need to make the call beforehand? You need to make the call beforehand. I'm doubling down, Damo. You're doubling down. All right, so um, how's this going to work? <laughs> so if you get this right, like the name, I get two points. You get two I get points. Both. I get two points. If I get it wrong, I'm a minus one. That's right. Okay, we'll do it that way. All right. So yeah. now you do have a little longer. This is about twice as long as. Okay. The, oh, is it about twice as long? No, it's a couple of seconds longer. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. A couple of seconds longer. So, all right. Let's see how we go here. So it is a little confusing how this has been set up. That's all right. Ah, oh, okay. I see what he's done. So I reckon put... that's all night long, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> Two points for Greener. No, 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 no. That's not the way it works. I've just figured out like the system that he's DM'd it to me in. So it's like play Ooh. the play the filler first and then the reveal. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So here's the filler. Here's your double or nothing chance, Green. Are you ready? Are you ready okay. for this? Yeah, ready. Ready okay. to go. Okay. Ah, Lenny Kravitz, get away. Oh. I've got it. Fly away. Fly oh, away. I've got to take the first answer. <laughs> oh. I know. I still, do I still get the half point? I will give you double on the half. So you get one. Yeah. You get one okay, point. Get... But unfortunately, the nothing aspect of that cancels out the double on the one. So you're still ah, just so on half point. You're still on half a point. Now let's just confirm the go. song. Do you want one more shot, Greeno? Uh, how many have we got overall? Because this is a good segment. I reckon we save this some more for this for next week. Well, yeah, we can definitely save some for next week. So we can right, do one more. Next week. We'll do one more. We'll split it in half, and then we'll do the other three next week. All right, sounds good. All right, so here's your next uh, chance. I'm gambling all my points on this. All your points. You, you next- only have the same points as you had after the first question, though. Yeah, but that's all right. You have half gonna, a point. I'm going to triple. I'm going to triple that, or take minus one and a half. <laughs> you triple or minus one and a half. So we're going to. Yeah. So you could I'm going be on two, two or minus one and a half. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Or so, minus one and a half. All right. So good luck, Greeno. This is your last chance yeah. to make some money here on the show. Let's have a look. Now, do you want to hear it again? You can play it a million times. I have no idea what that song is. Oh, I I think you would. I think you will when you hear it. 
Really? Okay, yeah. let's play it one more time. I'm yeah, gonna okay. give you. I'm giving you a chance. I'm being very generous here because right. I think you will know this because I think most people okay. know this one. All right, let's try again. No, flat out don't know it. Oh, okay. He doesn't know. You're on minus one and a half going into next week. Here's the big reveal, Greeno. Tell you what it is or who the artist is. It's pumped up kicks by Foster the People Greeno. Yeah, never would have got that in a million years. Oh, there you I go. I know the song. Don't know the artist, don't know the actual name of the tune. Oh, there you go. I know Dude. it off uh Dick. I know it off some weird wine ad, I think it's on TV at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I, I, unfortunately I can't take vague descriptions of how it's used in advertising <laughs> campaigns as an exactly. answer. What a fu- what a fucking cracking segment that was. Troy, more more of this, sir. This is good. Oh, um Jerry. Enjoyed that the the FM segment. Uh, let's uh, one let's day we'll have segment. to one day we'll have to do the segment, but we'll have to like let somebody call in and they can win yeah. some kind of crappy pointless prize. If they we can't even get the fuck we can't even get the periscope working properly. <laughs> How are we going to get call in? <laughs> it's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs. Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry. If you need to cover your wall, it works. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet we also have the hat cam where i showcase my myriad of great looking hats here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately i i hope your next hat is a bullet jesus christ what are you fucking asian dick crazy you <laughs> you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it. No, <laughs> dude. Asian oh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, come on. You secretly guy. love it. No, no. I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so, subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. 
Welcome to the starting block. Follow on Twitter at the starting block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on tavshow.com. Yes, back on the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, Damo, we're going to get to our kimono mascot in a minute, but okay. uh, before we get to that, uh, a quick kimono pull. Um, I'm fucking completely out of breath in that ad break because I'm like, look, I know the second ad is like a bit of a longer one. Did you do I'm some? Gonna... Did you do some jacked up cleaning? I didn't do jacked up cleaning. Break. I'm like, I'm busting for a piss, right? And I just assumed, you know, mm. I'll be okay. I got plenty of time. I've probably got about two and a half minutes in that ad break, mm. but. Where the office is set up and the fact that my garage is not attached to my house anymore, so it's all separate, and the ah. bathroom's on the opposite end of the home. Oh. To, to lift up the garage, sprint to the bathroom, take a piss, wash the hands, sprint back out, close the garage door, get back in, mm. get the headphones ready on in that, what, two minutes? Mm. A lot more unfit than I thought I was, sir. Well, that's, okay, <laughs> well, that's good because I want to address this, Greeno. I like stories yeah. about pinatas. Because there's a couple of things we need to address here with just what you okay. told me then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all is um, a little little bit of story time for you. For the first, there's there's been a constant throughout our partnership when it was on radio, when mm-hmm. I would when when I would put together like the clip versions of the show, and mm-hmm. when we when we couldn't go on the radio, you know, for like Christmas and New Year's and stuff like that. Yeah. When we started doing podcasts, there has been one constant on this program, and that has been Greeno bitching to me about the length of the commercial breaks. <laughs> It has been a constant thorn. It's like the albatross around my neck. <laughs> and so so you can't imagine like the flooding of emotions that I just experienced <laughs> when Greeno starts complaining that the that the commercial break was too short. And <laughs> that that is absolutely oh, scary. the uh, other thing I would suggest to you is Greeno, uh, you know, if you are in a, in the vicinity, you can just piss into the bar fridge. No, well, it's not a bar fridge, it's a full fridge. Oh, it was even better. <laughs> nice, Gary. You'll never run out of space. There you go. Uh, B says piss on the front yard. Now, I've only been here like a week and a half, B. I don't want to – I've already almost yelled at the neighbours for getting on my front lawn. Mm. So probably urinating in the front yard. I'll give that a couple more weeks. Did you, uh, do, you have a, do you have like a small drain in your garage? Uh, not in the garage. I do have one out the front, though. Out the front, <laughs> so that'll that'll stop the kids from riding their bike on your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Look at the easement. The easement will work well. You've got to use whatever motivation you can, Greta. I, I say take the shirt off, expose the yeah. jack, the jack rib, ripped bod, and then yeah. head out there and take her out, whip her out, and <laughs> start relieving yourself in the front yard. <laughs> You should be holding a beer at the same time as well. Yeah, yeah. fair call. Yeah, um, Damo, we've uh, we were we we're all about mascots here on the show. We've got uh, what's the fucking what's the rooster thing? Oh, we're obviously the... we're obviously all about the mascots. <laughs> what's that fucking rooster thing? Cocky, cocky the cocky the, the gamecock for our. Gamecock, that's the one. South, South Carolina, Carolina gamecocks. gamecocks. How did I forget? Exactly. But that's that's been one of the mascots for the show. Uh, for the years, but you know, uh, we were we were blessed about four weeks ago when BE sent through our official kimono pulling model. Ah, uh, a, a couple of weeks later, let's have a look who, who we got to uh, to exhibit the the beauty of this kimono pull. Ah, uh, there it is. It's none other 
then Karen, it's not a tumor tumor. It's not a tumor. Not a tumor. Uh, that's the, the official kimono pool mascot of the, of the starting block. Uh, <laughs> Karen, who's been part of the show for what, eight years now? Eight years, yeah, thereabouts. Oh, I think maybe yeah, seven because I think we're probably on for a year before we met her, I think. Yeah, maybe. We've been on 10 years. That's what I mean. Yeah, eight yeah, years. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, got you. There we go. So uh, anytime we do a kimono pool, we're going to have to bring up the the happy snap of, of Karen there. Now, Bia, you need to give the, the people in the chat, and I think the only people in the chat are Monica and, and one other person. Um, uh, what's the background of this? Is, is uh, Karen doing some modeling action here, or is this just a, a private photo with a kimono? It's a private photo that we are now showing on the stream. Green. We're now showing on the but good to know we got a kimono mascot up and running. So, so uh, from now from now on, whenever you want to do a kimono pool, Greeny, you have to say this kimono pool is brought to you by you by Karen. Exactly. It's not a tumor. No tumor. No, one hundred percent right. There you go. Very good. <laughs> that kimono Same pool money. was brought to you by Karen. It's not a tumor. Tumor. Well done. Uh, do we want to do shield stats or Unity Day news before we? Uh, we keep I, I on could. With the show? I could. You know what? Because. This week has been so crazy, and I think everybody's like not everybody in my sphere anyway. Like because we were, we were talking about the big election news earlier, Greeno, the mm. Stoddington City Council results coming in, yeah. and uh, the winner there only getting eighteen point three five percent, as opposed to the second place runner sixteen percent. And when you thought that wasn't bad enough, we now have re- confirmed one hundred ninety one cases of voter bribery actually being recorded in the Ukrainian local elections. Yeah, Greener. exactly. So this is all hot, hot news happening now. We've been with the, the you know, the um, <clears throat> evil doers in the world. Greeno have been stomping in our stream, stopping our stream from going out. You know, we're over yep. the target. Obviously, we've got targets on our backs. Yeah, and it's been that kind of a week generally. So I think after all of that, I, I, I think I could take a little bit of unity. I want something uplifting. Give me something good. Beautiful, mate. Well, so uh, with our four weeks off, we we thought we better not waste it. No, I've been liaising you both. Uh, yourself and I with uh, with Troy, our Unity Day reporter and coordinator. Mm-hmm. And it's going, look, this year it's, it's, it's a difficult situation because, you know, the world in itself is a big old clusterfuck with what's going on with uh, with COVID and, and whatnot and, you know, Co- the Ukrainian what? elections. COVID? And, um, what's, co- <laughs> what's COVID? COVID and Stonington City, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding there. Mm-hmm. So we're like, well, well let's, let's spend these weeks, you know, trying to, to piece together who – but we can do it in the safest possible way. Can we do Unity Day again this year? And with the basically Victoria has almost eradicated COVID. Mm-hmm. So we're like, fucking, if Victoria can eradicate COVID, we can have Unity Day this year. We're going to be sweet. We well, can get. I mean, yeah, like if you're talking about, because I was concerned with COVID, Greeno, and the lockdowns and whatnot, as I'm sure you were, as I'm sure uh, BE, mm-hmm. the Earth Reporter, was, as I'm sure Unity Coordinator Troy was, uh, how are we going to go about getting stars to appear at our Unity Day this year if. Everything is locked down and nobody's allowed to travel. But then I remembered, yeah. Greeno, if we can just n- snare ourselves a couple of AFL footballers, then mm. they're, see they're allowed to go across state lines. They uh, are a couple of rugby league guys. We can get them into. Could um, I have tracked down a very cheap motel? It's right next to the girls' high school on Param- in Parramatta Road. I don't know if you're aware of it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's right next door to that, so it's a it's a good central location, Greeno. <laughs> yeah. Very close to Concord Oval, yeah. So where I think you know was one of our potential Unity Day sites this year. It so. was, it was. Unfortunately, we had to kibosh that uh, after speaking with the lawyers. Nah, um, yeah. So that, that's unfortunate. But you raise a good point. You know, mm. we need to take 
COVID into into this situation? Because first and foremost, not only do we not want the um, you know the the attendees at the event to mm. be under any particular risk, but also the the hosts and the the presenters and the performers at the event. We need to make sure that we're doing things COVID safe, right? Correct. Got to be COVID safe. So where we normally start each year with Unity Days, we need a host. We've had, who have we had over the years? We've had Eden Gaha. Eden Gaha's Garden host. of Eden, yep. Garden of Eden, you know what I mean? We had, uh, I forget who else we had as host, but we've had a couple of hosts over the years. Uh, we did, but, we were, did we not have Ian Terps Turpy at one point? I think I think he was on the short list, but unfortunately, Peter, he Peter Russell Clark. Peter Russell Clark was, no, was involved. There was no Peter Russell. No, yeah. uh, we had oh, what's Majiggy? The the guy with the hot dogs. Yeah, um, <laughs> Dean Hutton. The guy. Yeah, Dean Hutton. The inaugural. I guess pseudo host. That is like the only <laughs> thing that you could say that doesn't describe him. <laughs> But now, like now, to us <laughs> and to about four or five listeners, he'll be forever known as the guy with the hot dog. <laughs> who, who we had to let go out of Unity Day, the Unity Day camp, because there were too many scaldings of the children when he was dunking in the big potatoes, and then we had to go and get the little potatoes so they don't make as much of a splash, Greeno. Then he throws them in the pot and the cocktail frankfurts. Don't forget the cocktail. And, and I mean, and I mean, the little kids were bringing along. They were bringing along things from home to boil in the pots. It was an absolute fucking disaster. <laughs> Do I now associate Dean Hutton with the guy with the hot dogs? The guy with the hot dogs. The guy with the hot dogs. What's his name? Dean Hutton. There we go. That's, that's um, him. That's him. That's him. Nice, Gary. So, we, so the first thing we've got to do is we've got to we got to bring in a host, and uh, I'm excited to announce. Look, when we when we're looking at a host, like I said, we need to make sure it's COVID safe. We need to make sure, but we need someone up to the credentials that are gonna, um, you know. Live up to the expectations of Union Day. Even in this kind of like, it might be a reduced crowd this year, but it won't be reduced well, Union Day. Mate. Well, you need to you need to bring even more to the role this time because people are depressed, mm. people have concerns, people. There's a lot of anxiety out there yeah. right now, Greener. And these yeah. are the kinds of that's poison to unity. Yeah, you exactly. I mean? So now, we need so we need a top performer at the top of their game. Exactly. And look, once again, we need to be COVID safe and. Uh, what's the one thing that the the COVID gene hates more than anything else, Damo? What's that? Heat. Heat. It hates heat. Does it so really? the hotter it is, uh-huh. the quicker the COVID burns off. So right. we're like, well, yes. now, if, if we need- now, now, before we get uh, kicked off uh, a live streaming platform yet again, <laughs> what may I ask? What scientific basis are you bringing to this particular viewpoint? The scientific basis of the setup I need to make this joke, Damo. That's the scientific basis. The COVID burns off in the heat. (laughs) In the heat. That's right. Okay. Burns off. With that in mind, Damo. (laughs) With that that in mind, Damo. Like lancing lancing a boil. (laughs) Exactly. He's spot on. 100% right. Right. So, Damo, with that in mind, I'm very excited to to announce that Mm. the the COVID safe host of Unity Day this year. Is none other than the the sultry Latino heat of one Jimmy Smiths, <laughs> because Jimmy ain't gonna get taken down by no COVID, sir. <laughs> Jimmy's got the natural Latino heat that COVID cannot it, it get its paws into. Can't touch him. 
I think he's going to be the safest host. And like you said, we need we need a big star this year. We, we need do. someone top of the notch. Top we're of the game. LA, <laughs> we're talking LA Law, Jimmy Smith's demo. Right. And uh, is that is that all he did, or was there other stuff? He's done plenty, but if we're, if we're talking like peak Jimmy, we're talking LA Law. Wow. Um. So big news, big news. Fantastic. Huge he's news, Greeno. Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. That's right. Uh, <laughs> for Unity Day. So, for Unity Day. You've also got the racial aspect. You know, we don't. We don't. We try not to draw attention to that kind of stuff. But I think no, it's. We don't. I think it's very important for the Latino community to feel involved in Unity Day. You know, so one hundred percent right. Jimmy Smith is obviously the best of them. <laughs> oh, uh, the pinnacle. He's the best. <laughs> he's the best Latino there ever was. Clearly, there was. Yeah, you yeah, you he's, a, he's a role. Jimmy. He's a role model, Greeno. Exactly. You know. So the good news, but if anyone concerned about Jimmy though, and the uh, the Australian, you know, anything because Jimmy still lives in America at the moment. He does. So yeah. for any precautions, we're going to quarantine him for three months. Three months, just to make sure, just to be safe. Just to make sure. So Jimmy's already in quarantine. I can I can rest assured. Unity Day attendees. Yeah. Jimmy got Get in your touch tickets now. When when we when we informed Mister Smiths that he would have mm. to be. Uh, maybe we can get Rick Smiths as well. As we Rick, have- oh, <laughs> fucking! Now we're on to something. Let's fucking let's make it a Smiths Unity Day. Let's get Jimmy Smiths, Rick Smiths, and we <laughs> and we'll get the band the Smiths playing at the same time. Smith, Smith, and Smith. We'll, we'll call well, it Smith. <laughs> we better get, we better get the cover band of the Smiths, okay. the Smiths, the Smiths, and we'll be smitten yeah. with the Smiths. That's sounds- smitten with the Smiths. I like it. There you go. Look at this. Look at what we look at the magic that we can create on this fucking it's coming. Program, to, right? It's coming together. What What do you reckon the odds are we can get Rick Smiths on a plane though? Uh, he's very tall, so he'd have he's to probably tall. he'd probably private, have to he'd probably jet? have to crouch his head down to get in the plane. Do you reckon, do you reckon we need to um, boat him over? Yeah, boat boating him over would probably be the best way to do it. Although uh, you don't want to put him on a cruise ship with too many other people because we've got to be COVID safe here, Greener. No, no, it can be an individual boat. We'll get in. Just we'll one get in one man on a boat. So like a sailboat. One boat. The fucking the cruise company's got nothing else to do. That, that's so true. Surely they can they can duck on over to Indiana and pick up Rick Smith's. Maybe, but we'll have to ask Rick if he can cover some of the bill. Because, you know, mm. sending a whole cruise liner to pick up one man, I, I'm not yeah. sure if that would fall within the TAV show budget. Although we have had money rolling in recently from one of our favorite people on the show, Greener. Magicians. Don Camaro's lost his mind. Get ready for Don Camaro's Super Mega Sale Bonanza. Total liquidation on all magic and pen supplies. Ducks, box, turtles, magic wands, and gorgeous bond assistance. And that's just the beginning. Snakes, magic hats, puppy sweaters, disappearing ink, all prices too low to mention. Only at Don Camaro's Magic and Pets. That's Don Camaro's Magic and Pets. It's good to know that even in these tough times, these tough economic times, that uh, Don Camaro has still got a little bit of money in his budget to flick some coin our way for advertising dollars Absolutely. when we do a show once a month. Big big supporter of the show, Greeno, Don Camaro, as always. Spot on. Uh, Damo, let's quickly do some uh, Shield Statman. All right. Uh, before we go. Yeah. I'm a Statman. Because there's been, there was some unbelievable stuff that happened in the Sheffield Shield over this weekend. We saw the highest ever partnership in Sheffield Shield history mm. between Will Pekofsky and Marcus Harris, who scored 466 not out with the wow. first wicket here, uh, taking over a record that was previously held by both Mark and Steve Waugh, who had 
464 not out. Now, I was uh, in- I was listening to Robert Craddock. Uh, you know Crash Craddock. You and I are both fans of Robert Craddock. He's a cricket, fan, yeah. cricket writer here and cricket commentator. Yeah. And, um, you know, he was asked about this Will Potofsky. Uh, is that how you say it? Potofsky? Pekovsky. Pekovsky. And yeah. a lot of people are like, he's got to be the next. He's got to be the next opener. Chris Rogers, apparently the coach uh, for him right now, put him at opener yeah. because he was like, that's the easiest way to get into the Australian team. So, yeah. you know. Uh, and you know Burns is kind of like he's the, he's the, probably on shaky ground, so yeah. he always is. And um, <clears throat> so he was asked because somebody said like he scored like two hundred and fifty, um, two hundred fifty-five not out, two hundred fifty-five not. Uh, this yeah. kid, what is he like, twenty-one or something? Twenty-two? Uh, yeah, twenty-one, twenty-two now. Yep. Yep. So he's he's like scored scored two hundred and fifty not. He's already been in the squad, I think, like announced for the squad once, and then he stepped back and said he didn't want to, and now, like now, they're talking about him twice. again, twice. Yeah. So, yeah. So he scored two hundred and fifty. He's ready to go. Everyone says he's the next big thing, and then this guy calls up to talk to Craddock on the radio show I was listening to. He's like, "Yeah, but he was he was playing against the South Australian bowling team, which is the worst attack in Sheffield Shield history." <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" The kids just. The kid just scored 250 runs. 250. Fuck. Not. Not good enough. Like, no, nah, mate. Not good not enough. enough. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 got, it's obviously that listener doesn't pay as much attention to Sheffield Shield as we do on this show. Well, I'm just, because, it makes me happy because it's like Aussie cricket fans will never change. You know what I mean? Oh, they'll never change. It's like, oh, no, mate. Not the same. Uh, uh, Will Pekovsky, he's, he's only played in 21 matches. Mm-hmm. He has 500s. And five fifties already. He <laughs> say so he goes. He goes all right. In other words, he, he goes can play. all right to go to go with his two hundred and fifty five not out. Right, uh, <laughs> he's pretty handy. I tell you who else pretty, goes all right, he's Damo. Pretty handy. <laughs> he's pretty handy. He goes all right. I tell you who else goes all right, Damo. Who's that? One of our one of our favourites on the show, hmm. Trent Copeland. Oh, oh, I don't know if you saw his performance earlier this weekend. Yeah, did Second he bowl like in- did he bowl like eighty five maidens or something? <laughs> Pretty close. Eighteen overs, twelve maidens, five for seventeen. Jesus. He had an economy reign of less than running over. Took five wickets. He at one point, I think he bowled thirteen overs for twelve maidens. Wow. And He's- and had five and had five for six at that point. And it's just like in another time, in another era, he would have been. In the Australian team for sure, because but the thing is, he's a medium pacer, like a best. Yeah, and yeah. the Australian selectors are just obsessed. No, you've got to be fast. You have got to, to have be pace. fast. Yeah, yeah. We only want like super fast, but like surely he proves that it's not all about speed. Fuck our greatest quote unquote fast bowler of all time, Glenn McGrath, didn't get over one hundred and thirty k's an hour. Yeah, exactly. You know, hundred <laughs> percent right. Um, it's insane. And he's, he's had a couple of opportunities or one opportunity at test level. Yep. He's only had three matches. Yeah, right. He's, he's been the leading wicket taker for New South Wales, I think, five or six seasons. Yeah. Um, it, it's just unbelievable how, how consistent he's been. He's got a, a first class. He's taken, let's have a look here. Um, <laughs> 21 fifers in first class cricket. <laughs> He has a, a career economy rate of 2.49, an average of 25. Jesus. He, it's just unbelievable he's what just he's an, done. He's an absolute jet. He's a gun yeah. bowler. He's take, 
There you go. 381 wickets uh, over the wow. course of his career in his 99 matches. He, he's an absolute freak. And, yeah, it, it, you're right. It's all about you've got to have pace, you've got to have pace. But he, sh- he just goes to show, like, yep. it doesn't matter how much pace you have. You put the ball in the right spot and yep. you're going to take wickets. You put it in the right spot consistently. Career. Exactly. And, and not, not only does he get wickets, he just keeps it tight. So if he's not taking wickets, he's creating wickets at the other end. That's how cricket works. That's right. Because they get frustrated against Copes because they're like, this guy's bowling like medium pace and we can't hit him anywhere, mm-hmm. but uh, we better tap the next guy. And then the other guy takes wickets. Exactly. His teammates love him. We love him. He's yep. an absolute hero of the show. Yep. He, he goes in this. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do our 10-year anniversary show in a couple of weeks. Hmm. I think we need to name our Sheffield Shield team of the decade. Oh, okay. I like that. That's just... That's just bought, like it can be completely biased. So you know, yep. Cobes is going to be in there. Yep. Fucking Nick Madison seventy seven is going to be in there. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you know. Uh, oh uh, god, who have... was that keeper that scored the the big hundred at uh, North Sydney Oval that time? Daniel. Uh, oh, Daniel Smith. Daniel Smith. Yeah. Daniel Smith. That the, he, he tweeted us when he heard we uh, we talked about it. You're the best, Daniel. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, Daniel Smith will be our wicket keeper. So we'll put together the best of. But Copes is fucking number one. Oh, he's like, a captain. Yeah, lock him in. Captain coach. Yep, captain coach. Uh, um, Copeland. It's nice to be talking Sheffield Shield with you, though. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's fantastic to have it back. Well, this um, Sheffield Shield, like everyone's only cricket watchers are like, this is the best Sheffield Shield season for 10 years and nobody can see it. What are you talking about? It's on Fox. Uh, yeah, but I mean like COVID and stuff. So Oh, as in like no one goes to the games anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> COVID free. We went to a match, what, two years ago? There was six people in the crowd. Yeah, right. Well, everyone's like, it's just not getting the attention though. Mm. So, and it's like the best season in 10 years. And or like we finally got like this crop of kids who are coming through that are going to start, you know, like uh, that have a lot of promise looking like they can be on the verge of getting in the Australian team and nobody's talking about cricket because yeah, of all the other call. shit going on. Fair call. Oh, yeah. Um, before we wrap up the show, Dame, I got one more story time. The the Melbourne Cup uh, was on the other day. Yeah, I don't uh, even know who won because I've been so obsessed with the fucking elections. Uh, you know, yeah, the Stodding, Stoddington City Council and the Ukrainian local elections, of course. Hundred percent right. Well, I, don't, I can't remember who won either. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you a story for the day. Who so won State of Origin the other night? I don't even know that. Queensland got up. Did they uh, really? Massive upset. New South Wales. Who would have thought? That would have been outsiders. Freddie- Freddie, oh, they were paying like four bucks. New South Wales were the shortest price favourite in years. Four bucks? In a head-to-head, yeah. You're joking. That um, can't be right. It was. It was 4.23. Uh, when I, when 4.23? I, when I, first, time I, first time I've bet on New South Wales in 15 years, and they <laughs> fucking lost the unlosable. How, how um, could you bet? How could you bet on so someone? Because so, they must have been ultra short, like what, $1.15 or something like that? Uh, I think they $1.23. $1.23, uh, right. So how could you bet on someone so short in a fucking two-horse race, though? That's madness. Like, well, If I had when, known that, I would have, I'd, yeah. without knowing any of like the predictions and saying, without even knowing the squads, if I had have yeah. seen you know Queensland in a state of origin game at $4 plus, I would have been like, oh, fucking shut up and take my money. Yeah, you know, like they've always got a chance. You know what it's in, like. In retrospect, I'm, I'm kicking myself because I bet on Queensland every year. No <laughs> what. This is the first year I didn't, and they're paying four bucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, who would have thought Freddie and his hippie shit of like you know barefoot on the grass wouldn't have worked? <laughs> hippie shit. Hippie shit. He's all about you know being spiritual, and he thinks that's that's the way we're going to get the win. And look, we've won because we've had the better team the last couple of years, but not by much. So. 
you know, we we uh we should have really won that game by about twenty thirty. In all honesty, yeah, but New South just, Wales is a long way from like a fucking from dynasty discussions. You know. Oh yeah, no, we're we're far off from that. But yeah, no, good, good on Queensland for the win. It was a big upset, and yeah, like I said, really fucked up my sports bet balance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was no good because you have to load up at one twenty three. Yeah, well, to make <laughs> to, it worth your while. To make it worth your while, and it fucking cost me off my balance. But with that said, Melbourne Cup Day was uh, a day here at home. So because I'm working from home at the moment, it's the first time me and my wife have been at home on the same day in a Melbourne Cup. Ah, right, yeah. So I said, look, throughout the course of the day, what we'll do, Did we'll you get some champagne? Did you get a nice little hat? Did you get the jack body out? Did you have a little nibbly tray or something like that? Or no, no, no nibbly tray. Like, uh, we, we got to the champagne. I'll get to that point of the story in a minute. But, yeah. like, we, we said, look, what we'll do is we'll, have, we'll set it all up. We'll have a nice day. We'll actually dress, like, instead of just being in our pyjamas in our fucking work-from-home gear. Uh, we'll actually, you know, put some clothes on for once. Um, <laughs> we're a strange, strange thing to do, but we did it anyway. Yeah. And, you know, throughout the course of the day, we'll watch all the races. Like, because you know, I'm, I'm not a big horse racing guy, but I'm like, we'll have a bit of a pump. We'll put like five bucks on a horse. We'll pick some stupid names and just go, let's have five bucks on that, see what happens. Sounds good. It just went to show how uh, you can't bother, like, no matter how much you analyze the form guide, mm. how random horse racing is. Because yeah. we... Because we just bet on funny names throughout the course of the day, and we picked five winners out of nine races. <laughs> there you go. Now, and, and what- there's guys who like study the form and like that. Because yeah. I've met some guys in my time who are horse racing freaks, and I I could never get into horse racing because it's just too much. You've got to, yeah. You have to invest like a hundred percent of your time in horse racing to yeah. even know what you're talking about. And these guys would be like, yeah, well, you see, like you know. Um, Red Eye Rosie here. I saw her run. I saw her run at Flemington two weeks ago, twenty four hundred. But the track was a little heavy, and she pulled up a little late. So you see, now she's dropped to eighteen hundred. She's carrying the extra weight, but she hasn't carried that weight before, and the track's much drier now. So I think she's going to finish strong. She's a bit of a slow start, and it's like you watch these people, and it's like Jesus, man. If you applied this to you know any other area, you could be like a professor of philosophy with this yeah, with this okay. amount of recall. You could be a historian. Yeah. You know, yeah. But instead, you've dedicated your brain space to, re- re- you know, remembering what a horse does when it rains. <laughs> it's like it's just people get so yeah. fucking into it. Hundred percent. But what what I found ironic is, yeah, the the fact the same principle applies. If you can just pick anyone, and you're still just yeah. as likely to win. Yeah. We one of the one of the the horse in race three that won. We bet on because it had a funny name, and it hadn't won a race in seven hundred and fifty days. <laughs> Like you look at the form guide. Like, she's, this due. Shit. she's due. She's due. We, we got on at 65 to 1. Wow. <laughs> and it fucking paid for our day. It was fantastic. There you go. <laughs> and, then, and then New South Wales went and blew all your fucking winnings. Blew all my coin. But the thing was, so we got to the end of the day and I'm like, shit, I, like, before the race, I'm like, well, I'm still here at work. What am I going to do? And because the Melbourne, because I, I kind of work in a multi-site team. So they, we've got people in Melbourne and people here in, in New South Wales. Well, the Melbournians Melbourne had the day had, off. Really. They had the day off. And normally if we're in the office, you know, they put on some, you know, champers and we watch the race and they put on nibblies and shit. Yep. And we kind of knock off the two. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, fuck this. Like, I want to go and just, you know, drink and watch the race. Yep. So I just gave my team an early mark and said, look, you know, just pretend we're at the office, knock off the two. Right. So going to what knock a, off What a, a nice to- boss you are. It's Melbourne Cup Day. Get the fuck out of here, you bums. Yeah, go out. Have fun. Relax. Yeah. Well, go out inside your own house. Inside a five-kilometer radius. Uh, <laughs> and don't stray too far in case I send you an email. Yeah, exactly. You know, I might need yeah, you to jump back on your terminal. So, you know, go so out I, and have fun in the lounge yeah. room. 
So anyway, I get into get in the house, spin knock off at two, and I'm like, look, it's fucking Melbourne Cup time. What do we normally do? And I had a bottle of champers there. Now the thing is, my wife can't drink anymore. Uh-huh. So she she lost her tolerance for booze like when she had the kids. For some reason, weird chemical reaction to having a baby. She has one sip of alcohol, makes her violently ill. Really? I don't know what happened. Really fucking weird. God, that's heartbreaking. So, if if yeah, that if that were me, I'd probably jump off a bridge. Hundred percent, you would. Game over. Um, no, can't do this so, anymore. <laughs> but when I'm sitting there, I'm like, I have some champers because fucking Melbourne Cup day. So she's laughing at me. I'm sitting there in my suit. I'm watching the races at two in the hour with the kids you got, around. You got dressed uh, up for the cup in the lounge. Oh, yeah, because. Fucking oath, man. I don't I didn't get into many things. I'm like, I'm gonna have some fun today. So <laughs> bought a glass of champers, but then I realized once I cracked the bottle of champers, I'm like, well, shit, she's not drinking it. I'm gonna have to gut a whole bottle. <laughs> Cause I can't let it go to waste. So anyway, I'm, I'm sitting there watching the race, having fun, drinking, drinking, drinking. And she's like, Oh, uh, what, what happened with that? What happened with the, the champagne? And I'm like, oh, that's a good question. I look, I drunk the whole thing by the by the time the race had even started. <laughs> <laughs> Goes, She's like, did you drink a whole? Did you drink a whole bottle of champagne by yourself? And I'm like, I guess I did. <laughs> I saved you. I Melbourne. saved you, babe. Like I saved yeah. you from the temptation of having a sip and then maybe getting violently ill. You did it. You Melbourne threw yourself on that grenade. Yep. That's it. I, I, I guess that I've really got to, you know, check out the signs of alcoholism. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like, that can't be healthy. But it seemed like a funny story at the time. Rules, <laughs> rules are there to be broken. Greg. I like stories um, about pinatas. All right. Uh, did you want to do a story? Did you have any stories from the last couple of weeks, man? Before we wrap up? No. Like I said, I was just I was really concerned about breaking that huge news tonight. Uh, the Stonington City Council election how, results, Greener. How did the um uh, the barbecue thing go? The smoking? Uh, the smoking was okay. It's big roast. Um, okay. Well, I hear. I'll give you a little story. I like stories I about pinatas. Been too many weeks, sir. Yeah. So, like, I was, I was. You know, a few weeks ago, I'm watching all of these barbecuing shows and it's like, yeah. you know, the offset smoker. And I'm like, you know what, man, I want to do this. I, mm. I'm pretty good on the spit. I've got the spit nailed. Spit I know you what nailed. I'm doing. Yeah. I know what I'm doing on the spit roast. So I thought, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go out and buy myself one of these fucking smokers. I'm going to do yeah. some, I'm going to do some ribs on that fucking thing. Nice. So I did a little test the night before with, you know, when I was seasoning the grill, making, you know, okay. getting the oil cooked into the grill and that kind of thing. I was How many hours you put in on the grill? Um, uh, it was three hours total, I think, maybe four. Nice. Yeah. Um, to get it nice and baked in, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, keeping an eye on the temperature. I'm like, yeah, I think I've got a handle on how to regulate the temperature here. You know, if it starts heating up too much, start closing the vents a little bit. If it cools down, yeah. open the vents up. Know when to add more wood, all that kind of thing. Yeah, I got this sorted. Mm-hmm. And then the ribs happened, and so. <laughs> And so I've I've started the process of the ribs. I couldn't get the coals lit for about two hours, so I was already behind the eight ball. And yep. for the for the length of the cook, I couldn't get like the temperature up where I wanted it to go. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing different here? Like, why is it why is it different? And I, I I'm like, oh shit, I'm using different wood than I used. But it's like that didn't happen. Like that wasn't the cause. And then I realized the two pans that I put in the bottom of the smoker. Uh, filled with apple juice, like to keep the ribs moist. That's probably yeah. what was keeping the temperature down, because they weren't oh, okay. in there the day before. It wasn't in there yeah. the day before, so it ended up taking like ten hours. But I, I did learn a couple of valuable lessons, Greener. Yeah. When you're working on the smoker, um, do not get drunk by nine thirty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> what time did you start? I I got up at about six o'clock. And you were drunk by nine. Yeah, about 9.30, 10 in the morning, something like that. 
because that's very well, un- boogie like. Because at the at the start of the process, you're just waiting for shit to heat up, and it's like, well, I'll just yeah. have an, I'll just have another one. Mimosas? Um, was the mimosas got you? No, no, I think I was on the hard stuff early. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, and. You know, and so then, like, I wasn't paying attention to the grill like I should have been, so I wasn't checking the temperature as much. And of course, the longer the cook goes, the more you drink, the harder it gets to keep it paying yeah. attention. I think we ended up eating at about nine o'clock at night, <laughs> and the ribs probably could have used, probably could have used a little bit more. But I learned some very valuable lessons there, anyway, Greta. I like stories about pinatas. When's the, when's the next smoke cooker? Uh it might be next week. We might have to roll again next week. We'll see how we go. Are you going to go ribs again or are you going to go something else? Maybe a brisket. I'm thinking a brisket. I'm thinking yeah, a brisket yeah. next time. Nice big oh. beef brisket. I like it. Yeah. Um, good show, man. It's been fun. Hour and a half. Nice to catch up. Absolutely. Um, uh, we got plugs. We're going to do plugs. Yeah, follow me at, uh, at Boogie Bumper. Follow Greeno at the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end. Follow our friends, Brad Everly in a chat. Uh, Granny Sears, of course. Uh, Minister of Fun, Kimmy. Uh, uh, who else you got? The Unity, Troy, and anyone else. Just just follow everyone. Just do it. That's that it. Way. We're on uh, the last show we did was actually Joy of Pessy. That was uh, that was good for oh, a while. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Joy of Pessy. Don't forget. Joy of Pessy. Like... What did we watch? Uh, we watched uh, the big bus. The big bus with Joey Baloney. It was fantastic. Joey Baloney, <laughs> absolutely. So Talking... shout out to Joy of Pessy as well. Yeah, fantastic. Good stuff. All right. Well, that's it. That's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Uh, Probably uh, maybe with some more breaking election news next week. We'll see what's going on there in in the Ukraine and the uh, Stonington City Council elections. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be litigation somewhere. (laughs) Very good. See you guys next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies If life should reject you, there's me to protect you If I say that your tongue is vicious If I call you uncouth It's simply that Who else but a bosom buddy Will sit down and tell you the truth Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> Thank you.
You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com.